Welcome to the Entourage Podcast. My name is Paige Scott, and I'm going to be your host. Entourage Ministries gets its inspiration from Psalm 6811 that says, The Lord gives the command, and a great army of women proclaim the good news. Entourage is a multi-generational, multi-denominational, multicultural women's ministry based in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us today as we dive into truth from the Word so that your heart and spirit may be encouraged. Welcome, everybody, to the Entourage podcast. I'm Annette Rustin, and I'm so glad to be meeting with you today. And I have my good friend, Janet Ortega, across the table from me. I'm excited about being here together. We're just going to have a good time of of fellowship. She's going to share a part of her testimony with us. And um, I just invite you to be comfortable, cozy where you are, and just listen like you're sitting at a table with a couple of your girlfriends having a a good chat. I know that um, the Lord is going to be here with us, and I pray that He speaks to you as you listen with us today. So my friend Janet is a busy businesswoman. She can do it now. I'm telling you, she um, she runs their Rocking O Construction with her husband, Pat. She also runs a missions ministry, Rock'em Missions International, Rock'em International Missions. <laughs> I can't believe I said that backwards. Anyway, uh, so she just has her hand in a bunch of different things, and God has blessed her uh, with the ability to be a great administrator administrative mind. Mm. And I'm thankful for that. But today she is going to share with us part of her testimony. If you remember from Paige's 100th podcast, she taught the tip version of sharing our testimony, which is telling our story, inviting others into the goodness of God and what he has, has done and wants to do for you the listeners, and then prayer together over those things. And so today, we're going to start with the telling part. And uh, Janet, I invite you to just say hello to everyone and just tell us what what you want to share today. Yeah, so everyone get a get yourself a good cup of coffee. We're coffee and girls. <laughs> relax because we're coffee girls and we love coffee. And um, as I always tell my children, and those around me, um, my life is an open book because I've gone through a lot of things in my life mm. and I did not go through them to keep quiet and give Satan uh, power over my life. But I, I'm an open book because um, if I can be used by God to help one single person, then all I've been through is worth it. Amen. So with that being said, I'm married mm. for 34 years to uh, Pat Ortega, and we have um, three biological children, one that's uh, a gifted gift child to us, and we've had a total of 14 that's lived with us. Wow. <laughs> so we Your house is always exciting. My house is always <laughs> full. I've never known um, our home until the last uh, probably eight eight months mm. um, to be empty nest, and there's grace and mercy for everything. And I do know that um, I don't have empty nest syndrome. 
(laughs) We are enjoying our home for the first time in 34 years. Awesome. Um, To be empty. Wow. Well, that's crazy whenever (laughs) you even say that. So um, just a a little, just part of my um, testimony. Um, I... I was abused as a young child um, by a family member, and it set me on a pathway of uh, making terrible decisions and terrible choices. And mm-hmm. um, I met Pat um, out one night not doing things that we were supposed to be doing, and he had two children already, um, and Amanda and Corey. Um, and so we ended up, well, we got married, and Corey came to live with us, and um, we were not serving the Lord. Mm. We lived a very rough life. We lived a very a life full of arguing and fighting and alcohol and all the things that go with it. Um, not seven years after that, we we had our first child together. A little boy was his name was Seth. He was born. Um, at six months and he passed away Mm. at six months of my pregnancy and he passed away and so one year later we had a little girl named Jessica Mm. her name's Zoe Jesso is what everyone's always called her and (laughs) she's a hot mess like her daddy she's Um, a beautiful girl (laughs) (laughs) and so life just was was crazy and away from God totally away from God I was Mm. saved at age eight at a church camp and uh, soon after that, the uh, abuse began to me as a little girl, and I ran away from God and started feeling the holes in my heart with alcohol and mm. um, all the things that go with it in my high school years. So um, we lived a very rough life and um, a life full of turmoil and um, I don't even know the words to say it. So my children grew up really rough. Um, I was invited to a women's retreat uh, some years into our marriage, and I it was the first time that I heard of God's love for me and that no matter what I'd been through or what I had done, that God loved me anyway. Yes, he does. And I couldn't believe it, yeah. and I said it was um, a Beth Moore conference. Um, it was one of the first conferences that she ever had done, and we were in a little tiny church in Euless, Texas. And she continued talking for three days, telling me how much God loved me and how my life mattered, and no matter where I was in life, mm. um, that God loved me and he accepted me. And I went to the altar that weekend and I got on my face and I said, Lord, whatever it takes for me to save my marriage and help all these children that are around me is what I'll do. Amen. And so I went home to a husband that had already filed for divorce um, and had no idea of the abuse that I'd been through as a child. Um, And I ask him to please give us time for God to work in our lives that I had learned about the love of God that weekend. And so we started our journey of 
uh, being unequally yoked, but our journey of trying to keep our family together. And some things changed quickly, other things not so quickly. Um, the fighting and craziness uh, went on for many years. Uh, and so fast forward, um, Corey um, at 18 went to the Navy and um, he was in Gaeta, Italy for uh, four years. He come home with a wife and a little baby at the end of those four years, and he started law school. And I, I used to always tell him, the only reason that I'm still married and still in this family is because of you, little boy. Mm. Um, I, I told him always mm. that I just loved that child from the beginning. It, when me and Pat got married and Corey came to live with us, I just had a heart for him for everything that he had gone through. And oh. he's such an intelligent, intelligent child. And he always was so smart. I feel like I'm the one only talking. And Oh, you're great. Sorry. <laughs> I'm taking it in. You're I, doing great. Okay. <laughs> um, so he went to, mm. to, he went into the service and was in Italy, came home and started uh, undergrad school so that he, because he wanted to be an attorney. Um, through 24 years of praying for my family and praying for my husband in uh, November of 2020, my husband accepted Jesus as Savior and Amen. life changed. I had been through <laughs> um, uh. so much in that time, mm. a brain tumor, so much in my marriage, anything mm. that you could go through, mm. I've been through, I think. Um and I woke up the next day not knowing who I was married to because, <laughs> well, it was a Saul to Paul experience. Um, but my children were all still so broken from everything mm. that they had been through. And, mm. and Corey um, was very mm. broken and hurt from the things that he had lived through and the way that he had been treated and um, my husband grew up in a very uh, difficult situation in his family, and it was all he knew apart from the Lord. Yeah. Um, and so it was a very broken relationship between Corey and his dad, um, and some things happened, and Corey walked away, and we didn't get to see or hear from him for a year. And it mm. broke my heart because I love that boy, but I continued to pray and pray and pray. And I had mm. felt like I had this grasp on my life of I was had always been the fixer and I had always been the one that was in the middle and um, took the blows for the kids and just. And and one day God said, just just turn it loose and and let me mm. let me do it. Stop trying to be in control. Stop trying to do um, everything in your own might. It's my wow. power that will bring your children back together. It's my power and my love for you and my promises to you that will bring your family back together. Amen. And boy, howdy. <laughs> Being the control freak that I am, <laughs> it was super hard to uh, um, try to turn loose. And so yeah. for all of 2021, I 
tried to turn loose of things mm. in my life. I tried to turn mm. loose of not being the fixer and feeling like everything, if my children weren't together, it was my fault somehow. And, and all of those things. And my husband was so new to growing in the Lord and, and salvation that, um, I watched him change before my eyes into this incredible person, so <laughs> full of love and so caring, yet Corey's heart was still broken and wasn't seeing the transformation mm. of his dad. And mm. and so I just longed for Corey to to please come back home and our family to be united and and the other children as well. But Corey and I had such a special and unique relationship. It just hurt my heart to go day after day and and not hear from him and not see my grandchildren or hear from my grandchildren. But I knew the promise that the Lord had given me many years back that that I am your strength. And if yes. you will be take courage. Yes. And some days you have to take the courage because yes. you think I cannot live through another day and you seek mm -hmm. the Lord with your whole heart and he will assure you as mm -hmm. he assured me that you, you can do it. You can do it. Mm -hmm. This is not what anyone needs to go through or has to go through. But if you stay and you allow me to be your strength, it will change generations and you will see your family come back together. And so I continued on the path of praying. I continued to watch my husband change right before my eyes, not even knowing who I was married to a lot of days because he went from being this Saul person to Paul with this loving <laughs> kindness. Yeah. And yet I longed mm -hmm. for Corey and, and Nicholas, my grandchild, to see Corey to finally see his daddy in such a loving and caring way. Mm. And I just want to encourage you ladies, no matter what situation you're in, it is unlike any other situation. No one can speak into your situation. People can give you their opinions. People can suggest things to you. But I'm telling you, your answer has to come from the Lord. Because if I would have listened to people around me, as bad as the situation had gotten, I would not be here today. Mm. Mm. Um, but I continue to seek the Lord and the Lord mm. continue to tell me in my situation, I'm not telling you your situation. I'm telling you what I'm encouraging you is right. that you have to seek the Lord yes. for yourself. Yeah. You need mentors. You need people praying with you. You need friends that you can share with. But when it comes to your final decision over your families, you have to listen for the mm. Lord's voice. Mm. And so I... Uh, Nicholas, our oldest, our grandson, Corey's oldest child, went through a very, very dark, dark time in his life, um, and it broke his nanny's heart. Um, but you know what Satan means for bad, guys? God is going to use it for good. Amen. Always, it's it's just it's a promise. Yes. It is. It's not a maybe. It's not. Um, and if, or it is, if you are seeking right. the Lord, what Satan meant for bad, God will use it for good. I, mm. it, it's a promise to us. And I stood on it. Mm -hmm. And so um, in late December, 
I got a text from Corey. It's the first text that I'd received in many months. And he, he had texted he and, he, and he and his dad both at the same time. And the text just read, I hope you guys know that I love you. <laughs> and Pat and I just looked at each other like, <laughs> what is this? And how do we yeah. respond? And just I heard the Lord tell me, respond, I love you and don't ask any questions. And so we did. And we didn't hear from him for a few more weeks. And on New Year's Eve, we were, I mean, on New Year's Day, we were, we were driving home and I said, and I just heard the Lord tell me, call Corey and tell him Happy New Year's. And so I told my husband, I was like, <laughs> I got to call Corey and tell him Happy New Year's. And he was like, uh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, really, God told me to call Corey and tell him Happy New Year's. And so um, I called Corey and I said, son, I just called to tell you Happy New Year's. And he said, oh, what have y'all been up to? Because New Year's Eve is our anniversary. And so we had had a fun couple of days together. And I just told him we'd been reconnected to an old friend that he knew and that um, God was opening some doors for our business to um, do some new things and move in a different yeah. direction. Yeah. And um, Corey uh, teared up and started saying, I, I don't know what God's doing in my life either, but I do know that I'm supposed to come home and help you and dad. Wow. Wow. And so we drove for mm. a couple of hours talking to our son and having a conversation with him that was just beautiful to us. We didn't know what was happening. Um that week uh our son is an attorney he's a pro he's done everything in the attorney field that you can do he was last the prosecutor of the choctaw nation um just a very intelligent loving child mm -hmm. um he has done indigent work where he uh, um tried to help children in their terrible situations to get them out as yeah. being an attorney. And um, j he's just done many things. And so he, he came home that week after New Year's. Whenever I called him, he said, can I come, can I come home? And we were, absolutely, you can come home. And so <laughs> he was working for the Choctaw Nation mm. at the time. And mm. um, he came over after work. And we all just sat down and... I got to share with him what God had done in his dad's life. And I got to share with him how much his dad had changed. And Corey grabbed a hold of his dad and started hugging him. And I watched my husband hold mm. that 36-year-old little tiny boy like he was a baby. And watched two grown men cry together and forgive each other the forgiveness oh, of god you, was so heavy in mm. our house that night it was incredible mm. thank you it was Jesus. incredible to witness and he stayed the night with us and it was beautiful and i just praised god all night long of god you promised me that <laughs> my family would be back together yeah and this is the start of it mm. And so um, 
we talked to Corey about some doors that had been open for our business, our construction business to change and, and what that looked like. And, um, he, uh, called us the next morning and said, I know that I'm supposed to come and help you guys. And I, I just quit the Choctaw nation as wow. attorney and I don't know how all of this works out, but I'm coming home to help my mom and my dad. <laughs> and I was one happy mama. <laughs> happy dance time. <laughs> oh, goodness. I was one happy mama. So oh. in 2006, I had a brain tumor. And uh, it's a very miraculous story in my life of mm-hmm. healing that God provided. And I had to have brain surgery. Um and in December, I started having some of those symptoms again, and we just didn't know um, what the outcome of that was going to be. And so in the meanwhile, Corey has quit the Choctaw Nation as a defense attorney and has came to help us. Um, the very next week, I had my first MRI, mm. and... Um, the, the report that we got from the MRI was that I did have another brain tumor and I just had to tell my family and it was a very, very difficult evening. And yet I looked at Corey and I said, Corey, how could you have known that this was coming? How could you have known that you needed to come and help us? And he said, I could have never known. It was just the man upstairs telling me that I needed to go help my mom and my dad. (laughs) And it was just so beautiful. Um, And I praise God that the relationship between all of us is miraculously restored. Corey is working for us. I have had a follow-up MRIs. And even just yesterday, I got to talk with my surgeon in California (laughs) And just, he assures me that it is not a brain tumor that they're seeing. Praise the Lord. Amen. It is. um, When I had surgery, they had taken some fat out of my stomach and packed the hole in my brain. Mm. And it does look different on, on scans. And so we got great news yesterday. And so. Amen. Just a story of (laughs) restoration in a family. Yes. And it doesn't always happen fast. Mm. But if God's telling you to wait, if God's mm. telling you as I, I, I'll never forget the morning that I said, Lord, I can't do it anymore. And he said, I am your strength and your shield. I am your protector. Mm. And I have sent the counselor to live inside of you. And it's for you and your household. You will serve the Lord together. Amen. And I said, Lord, have you noticed? Have you looked around <laughs> what this family looks like? Because mm. there is not anyone serving the Lord here. And I would always hear God tell me, as for you and your house, you will serve the Lord together. And so here we are. Amen. So many years later. Mm. um, And I watched my husband and my son pray together. And I I, um, get to be part of my grandson that went through such a dark, dark time is now leading uh, the youth ministry at his church. So awesome. He is leading the youth. Um, he's leading all their mission trips. He's he's already signed up for five mission trips this year. He leads a Bible study at their house on Tuesday nights. He's only 15 years old. Um, glory be to God that 
God promised me that generations would change. Yes. And generations are changing. Amen. Generations are changing. Amen. Amen. I, the scripture that just keeps coming to my mind as I'm listening to you tell this story is, He is our ever-present help in time of need. Yes. Ever-present. Ever-present. Yes. In time of need, which means in in every one of those difficult moments. Yes. In all of those troubled times, when you had need, he was your ever-present help. Ever-present help. I um, stayed in Bible study, um, the ones that Beth Moore always has out, and mm. Priscilla Shire and Joyce Meyer, and I would stay in those Bible studies mm. all the time, and I would always come to the conclusion that everything is a heart matter, and if you know that Jesus is truly your one and only, then you can get through anything because mm. Jesus is all we need. Mm. Jesus is all we mm. need. Yes. God is our is our help. Paul talks about that, doesn't he, about um, he has learned uh, whether he is abased or, or abounds in much, meaning whether he has... Um, everything that he needs or wants or whether he is in total lack that he's learned to be content because he gets his, his contentment, his fulfillment from the Lord and not, and that's easy to say sometimes, isn't it? But, but sometimes more difficult to walk out in it. It is, it is (laughs) so, it is very difficult. This morning I was in an online Bible study and um, we were studying Matthew, and they were talking about how to how does people around you influence you, and everyone was sharing uh-huh. different things. And I said, you know, for me, living unequally yoked for so many years, I would always hear the scripture, read the scripture of be be in the world, but don't be of it. Mm. But whenever you are <laughs> the only person that is walking with the Lord that you're around, and you don't have a community of believers around you. That's a very difficult thing to yes. do. It's yes. very difficult mm. for you to do. Mm. But I just want to encourage you, if you find your place in that, find yourself in that place right now, that God loves you no matter where you're at. Yes. God loves you no matter what is happening. Yes. God no, loves you no matter what you did yesterday, the night before, or, or ten, 10 minutes ago. <laughs> right. His love never changes Amen. for you. Mm-hmm. And you do not ever have to come back to him in shame. There's no condemnation in, mm-hmm. in Christ Jesus. And I want to encourage you in the difficulties of whatever you're having to live through, seek the Lord. And if yeah. he wants you to change something or do something, he will tell you and it's clear. He, yeah. he speaks clearly to us. Yes. But in my situation, it was, I'm your strength. You stay, and I'll change generations. Mm. And I give glory to God today that I I did not leave because in and of myself, I couldn't have stayed. Yeah. Um, but now I get to walk out this <laughs> pinch me and make sure that I'm still alive moments in my life of just yeah. watching my son and my husband yeah. work together. And yeah love each other and hold each other and it's an amazing thing when God reunites a family Mm -hmm. and reunites a broken relationship and 
Amen. You can just physically see the cracks and holes in the heart, feeling with the love of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For each other and um, just hearing my son say, I love you, Dad, and thank you for teaching me to work hard because he is a hard worker and Mm. um, seeing our son dwell on the positive things Mm. in his young life and no longer dwelling on all of the negative Mm. is, it's miraculous that God has healed his heart and his mind. Yes, yes, amen. It's it's miraculous, and he's done it for me, and he'll do it for your family mm. too. He'll do it for your he'll do it for your children. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I love the verse that says, "Lean not on your own understanding," and in our um, human finite minds, it's hard to make sense sometimes of the things that are around us. But the next scripture says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Yes. And I see that in what you're sharing, that he has directed your paths. Mm-hmm. And that as you laid down your your own uh, desires or self in order to follow what he asked you to do, he he has met you there and has sustained me yes and now you're now you're harvesting (laughs) yes he has sustained me and now I I used to dread to go to bed because I knew that I would wake up and I didn't want to do it again I would dread to go to bed because I knew I have to open my eyes in the morning and do it all over again Mm. and I I didn't I didn't want to do it anymore and now Mm. I can say that I Look forward to going to bed. Annette knows that I like to go to bed at 7.30. Don't tell anybody, but. Uh, you just did. <laughs> I love to go to bed at 7.30 because I look forward to getting out of bed every morning to see what the Lord has for me. Amen. I look forward to Amen. work. I look forward to the yeah. things that God is doing. I yeah. wake up with expectancy of, Lord, what what are you going to do today? Like, yeah. I. <laughs> it is unbelievable yeah. the things that God does for us. Um, when you don't give up, you just you cannot give up. You cannot. This is the up. day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It is so. It is one hundred percent the truth. Mm-hmm. And some days, this is the day the Lord has made, and you have to work really hard about the glad part. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm telling you, He is your strength and your yeah. shield. Amen. And he will guide your Amen. steps. Amen. And when you stumble, it's his hand that picks you up. Mm. It is his mm. hand that picks you up. He doesn't leave us or forsake us. Ever. Jesus is your one and only. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, I just in kind of to wrap this up in a in a package, I guess the overriding word that I just keep hearing in my mind is restoration. Yes. Restoration. Yes. That God took the reality of where you were Mm -hmm. and the things that you experienced and had to um, walk through. Mm -hmm. And he has brought you to a place where you can see the exchange of beauty for those ashes. Amen. Amen. 100%. Yes. And that is just the goodness of the Lord. And 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 what he has done for one, he will do for everyone. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. 
Fix your eyes on Jesus and do not turn yeah. from him. Yeah. Fix your eyes on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Fix your eyes on the Lord. There was yeah. times in my life where I wasn't allowed to read the Bible or study. Mm. And so I would get up at two or three o'clock in the morning and sneak and spend time with the Lord. Mm. And he met me there and he gave me the strength that I needed in those moments. Wow. So wow. what, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. So the I think the key there is that um, everyone's situations or circumstances may not look exactly the same. Sure. But God is the same. God is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever, He is the same. I would even go so far as to say that no one's situations or circumstances are the same. Yes. There's no yes. two situations the same. Right. And... That is why I just encourage you to always mm-hmm. seek the Lord for your situation. Yeah. Yes, surround yourself with some very close, intimate mm. friends that you can mm. share things with. And that's only one or two people. That's not a, a a huge group of people. But surround yourself with just a couple of people that will pray with you and encourage you and not discourage you or try to convince you otherwise of what God's telling you to do Mm. because um, you have to have people that you can talk to and say, this is what's happening in my life, but this is what God's telling me. Mm -hmm. And you need those confident people in your life to say, no matter how hard it gets, if that's what God's telling you, then that's what we're going to pray and believe for. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so, and it's beautiful and it's hard. Um, God didn't tell us that life was going to be easy. He said, you'll have tribulations. He said, there will be trials. There will be trials. But do not fear, for I've overcome the world. Yes. I've overcome. Yes. Amen. He has overcome. Let's pray for our sweet sisters right now. Janet, would you like to pray over them? Sure. Okay. Sure. sure. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Father, Mm. thank you so much for Mm. what you've done in my life. Yeah. Thank you so much for being my one and only. Thank you so much for those nights of not wanting to wake up and Mm. begging you to please don't let me wake up. That you have turned those ashes into beauty, Lord. And now I Mm. look forward to getting out of bed every day and expecting of what else you're going to do. But, Father, I I, I just pray for those women that are in the middle of it right now. Yes. Lord, it's hard. It's hard, Lord, and Mm. someone needs encouraging. Someone needs to know, Lord, that you haven't forgotten her. Someone needs to know that you Mm. see her. Someone needs to know that you are catching those tears that are rolling down her face. Mm. Those tears that are dripping from her cheeks, Lord, you hold them in your hand. Mm. Someone needs to know, Lord, that you are there. Someone needs a sign, Father. I just pray I just feel right now that there's someone listening, somebody Mm. that will be listening that needs a visual, physical sign, Father, that Mm. only she would know that this is a sign from the Lord of courage and strength Mm. and that you do see her and she is important and her life matters and her children's life matters. And, Father, what you have done for me, what you have restored in my family, the hearts that you have mended, Lord, the forgiveness that has happened in my family can only come from from you alone, mm. Father. And it's not only for my family, but it's for all those who seek you, Lord. Thank you, 
I pray for clear, clear communication for those that are struggling and in the middle of the trials. I I pray, Lord, Mm -hmm. as they seek you, that they would hear your voice, Mm -hmm. that they would know the voice of their shepherd, Father. It's that Mm -hmm. still, quiet, gentle voice, Lord. Lord, I just thank you so much that that you hear our prayers and there's not one prayer that gets past you. There's not one cry. There's not one tear that you don't see. Father, I thank you so much for your love. I thank you so much that whenever you give us a promise, we can stand on the promise. Mm. And no matter if it takes two months, two years, 24 years, 30 years, (laughs) whatever it is, Lord, when we stand on the promise, it will come to pass. Thank you. And I thank you, Father, for those listening that they would just be encouraged to seek you, to seek you every single day, to to pray, Father, in their quiet times, whenever they can get a second alone, Father. I just pray that they would thank you for the change that is coming in their family, even when they don't see it, Father. I just pray, Lord, that um, they would they would be able to praise you and they would be able to thank you, Father, because they know that you've made them a promise and you are not one that comes back on your promises. Right. Thank you so much, Lord, for loving us. Thank you, Father, for those that are listening. I thank you for their families that you are restoring, Father, and hearts that you are mending. Mm. I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Mm. Oh, thank you for being with us. That concludes our time together today. Just Go in peace and the blessing of the Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. For more information about Entourage Ministries, visit our website at entourageministries.com or visit us on Facebook or Instagram. 